This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. You done being a huge distraction in there? <laughs> distraction? Are you kidding me? I'm the only one keeping this ship afloat in here. What the hell happened? I don't know. I came in this morning. Nothing was working. I had to get on the. I was on my hands and knees. I was re. I was rerouting wires. I was replugging in things. I was rebooting. <laughs> I'm an uploading, downloading guy today. Uh, no, finally, and now we're all set because the last right, piece right. of this puzzle is we have to record the show every day, and that is the bread and butter of what we do. And I was not getting any levels oh, into this sure, computer, sure. so I was like, I'll take ten minutes, figure this out, so we can get at least Absolutely. two hours and fifty-seven minutes of a podcast up. Instead of, yeah. So it was kind of a pain in the ass. So I apologize um, if I was you, distracting you. Yeah. Yeah. you I'm going to click it. right down the time and then see if we can just deduct that from your paycheck for yeah. that, like, 10 minutes. That's, <laughs> That's okay. Good you mean double my pay during that time? Is that what you mean? You're, like, <laughs> emptying the Titanic before it sinks. And, yeah, because we're, we're the Titanic, by the way. Yeah. So anyway. It is the Titanic. Yeah. So what uh, what were we talking about? Well, Tom wanted to tell you about a guy in the streets when he oh, was yeah, I wanted to wait till on you, university. Okay. Because I went over to Hubbard yesterday for about an hour and had a little mm-hmm. lunch with Dan Seaman, had a really nice talk with him. Bernie and I talked for about an hour last night, and I finally got to bed about 10.30 last night. It was one of those deals. And I don't mind that. It's my job, and I, I got that. But one of the things we talked about is, like, this script. You see that script? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about, could you send me something over that I don't need a... Like jeweler's loop? Yeah, jeweler. That's right. I need a <laughs> I haven't heard loop. that in a long time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God. How long has it been? We're talking about jewels in the teeth yesterday. Now we get the jeweler's loop. Right. But, no, it's... it's um, uh, things are going along really well. So I went over there to meet with Dan, and uh, uh, you know, Amy and I met as well. There are some great things coming for this show, which is really nice, which I was going to talk to you about this morning, but because of the mechanical problems, didn't have any, any chance to do that. But I get off, I'm, I'm on 94, and I get off on the University Avenue exit at 94, which is about, what, two, three blocks east of the Hubbard building, mm-hmm. something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the street, there's a dazzling urbanite giving two fingers to every car, and he'd walk up to every car and scream, F you, F you at him. And I, they were like, he was like five cars ahead of me. So by, finally, by the time I got up to him, yeah. he was still doing it, and he's like jumping up and down, F you, F you, F you, everybody, right? I rolled my window down, and he just stared at me. He like thought that nobody would ever not be intimidated by him. He was wow. just out there to piss, to intimidate people. What is that all about now? I don't know. Because hmm. I drove that literally, I was behind you about like 45 minutes. Yeah, so I, I'm surprised he wasn't still out there. Because he was, he was literally jumping up and down and giving you the finger and screaming hmm. F you to everybody. Some like, guys rock climb. Some yeah, guys yeah, give yeah. the bird to people on University Avenue. Everyone's got their thing. That's exactly their right. He broke. But I, I just... What was he trying to achieve that he, we need to know that he hates the world? I don't, I have no answer to that. And if I did, you should be scared. If I'd be like, That's here's true. the reasoning. That's true. Did, uh, did he look like he just crawled up like out of a dirt hole? No, no, no he, he actually didn't. He I, well, wasn't dressed well. He was like in, his clean, clothes were clean. Okay. They were like casual sure. kind of stuff. Okay. But he was pissed off at the world about something. Because every time I see something like that, and I notice that somebody's clothes are a little ratty, yeah. and I notice, and yeah. I always go, you know what? That's probably mental illness or drugs. I bet if this person, it's gotta be. I bet if this person was somebody who was on the normal track and, and wasn't homeless, they wouldn't be acting like this. So I, I never ever put it on somebody. 
to, although the big uptick, I don't know if you've noticed this recently. Have you noticed the amount of people that are sitting at the ends of exits with their children oh, holding yeah. signs? With signs, yeah. That drives, oh, yeah. I, there's nothing more that drives me insane than when I see people sitting outside with their kids and using them as bait to get money. Oh, it, it breaks my heart. I, I, it yep. really does. I'm like, first off, you are, maybe I get it. I, I, I am a very privileged person who gets to live a very fun life, and I, I'm very grateful, but I've worked very hard for it, and I know you probably haven't had the breaks I have, but what you are doing is teaching these kids that it is okay to not work to get yourself up out of a That's hole. correct. And yeah, it's, it really is. It's, it really does drive a stake in me. So Gogo was about three months old, and I started going back to school at Concordia, which isn't, you know, super close to... Uh, what a waste of time. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, and so... I, uh, that area is, is just full of that. And I remember I just left GoGo for like, it was like the first week I ever left her. My hormones were crazy. It was like the long day I was going to, and I drive up and a woman's holding a baby and she has a toddler sitting there and she's asking for money. And I just start bawling because you just can't like to be, I don't, I don't know how you get to that position, but I just feel, I don't know. And you're right. Like. I don't know who, if I'm mad or sad, but I just felt like a rush of emotions. Like, it's terrible. Understand something. About 90% of that is bullshit. I, I, it is. I, I mean, some people need the money. Other people are just doing it to get the money so they don't have to work. I know. But I, my brain doesn't do a good job differentiating that and then also putting up that quick layer of like, oh, they're fine. You know, I'm just like. Ah. No, I don't think anybody does that. But yeah. I'm just saying you have to understand that most of those people are just there because they don't want to work. Okay. Yeah. And they probably rent the kids. I wouldn't tell they rent. Oh. It's like rent. Disney World. You're bringing kids <laughs> exactly. in just to you know, get yourself to the front of the line. <coughs> That's exactly it. No, look, if people need your help, and I look, you've been around us long enough to know Catherine and I tend spend a lot of dough and a lot of time helping people out because that's what you're supposed to do. You guys absolutely do that. But I will never give money to somebody on the side of the road. Never going to happen because you can't prove to me that you really do need it. You know what I do a lot is I give my apple away because I usually have an apple in my purse. Well, there you go. And honestly, this is what makes me believe like that things are okay because people are excited to get the apple. Get an apple. I don't know why. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what part of it. I've never had somebody say, no thanks. I'm like, do you want this apple? I don't want your apple. (laughs) Because, like, I don't know if I'd take a random person's apple. You know, that used to be illegal. To give away food? No, to stand on the side of the road like that. Oh, yeah. It should be illegal because it's very dangerous. Yeah, it is dangerous. Because if you're holding up a sign and I'm driving a car and the guy behind me, maybe he's looking at his phone. I know. Yeah, it's really dangerous. They should not allow that stuff. Look, we got to put a lot of uh, a lot of laws back in place because people think they can do whatever the hell they want to do now, including walk down the street in major cities and shoot people to death. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. You just don't. I mean, at the end of the day, you should feel really lucky because we do all these things to protect our kids, right? Like, I don't even like. I don't. But yeah. well, yeah, you don't. Yeah, You've been no. Throwing your kids at the <laughs> deep end of the pool for years. <laughs> exactly. Like you don't even want your kid near. You know, like when right. you're crossing the street, you don't right. even want them near cars. And then these people have to be there in a situation where they're putting their kid, and you just go with them. I'm so thankful that, like, Gogo has everything she needs, and I don't have to put her in positions like that. Well, I mean, the one thing I will tell you as we move forward, because we've got to take a break here, but I am, I am very, very happy to hear that all those people that sit by the side of the road with two children they rented and collect cash from you, I'm glad that they're paying their taxes on that. So, <laughs> you know, because I guarantee you the IRS is getting a statement at the end of the year on that, don't you think? Well... Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. well, about that. 
So that means basically for every dollar you get them, they're actually getting $2 because they don't have to pay any taxes on it. Well, they're yeah. supposed to, but they don't. But if they're renting uh, a place and don't own a place, yeah. it all end up it all ends up in the government's pockets anyways. doesn't matter. Yeah, renting. You think they're renting? They probably live in some... I do remember one time, because a friend of mine told me about this, so I drove over there, and I can't remember what... It was in Minneapolis. He said... There's a guy that stands there every day asking for money, walking up to the cars. I mean, this guy would even, like, tap on your window kind of guy, which I don't think they can do anymore. But um, he said, do me a favor. Just go over there and kind of wander around for a while, right around 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So I did. I just went over there because I find that stuff fascinating. And the guy uh, packed up his, you know, his I'm needy clothes and all that stuff. Walked around the corner, walked down about two blocks, got in his Mercedes and drove away. Oh, my God. <laughs> sure. But yeah. I feel like that's not, that's not, like, that's got to be the exception. Oh, I don't think so. I think about at least 80% of those people are scamming you. That's what, look, look who we got, the former president and current president. All they did was scam us, so they're, what are they learning? Yeah, I just don't think somebody would choose to sit out there unless things were dire. You really believe that? Yeah. Even I if think they get free money. Yeah. No, it's just not, it's not the case. I mean, I, I've looked at the studies of it. it. Most of them are just making it up. Not all of them. Look, yeah. some people need help. That's, I'm not saying they don't. And Catherine and I help out everybody we possibly can. I know you do. And I don't want to convey that neither of you guys are. No. Yeah, you guys are both charitable, awesome. But I just, I just don't, I, I don't know. My heart does, says that n that's last case our last, like, resort is standing on the corner and asking for money. Why wouldn't you just call in to the show and say, hey, look, if you guys send me 50 bucks, I won't stand on the corner. Why don't they do that? That's a good approach. Because they can make 200 standing on the That's corner. Exactly That's the why. answer yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the answer. And, and I, I do kind of agree with Brittany in the fact that it does seem like there are people that definitely, it is their last resort. Oh, but yeah, but so, even the... Yep. I chatted with a woman who was a part of the Minneapolis City Council who was like on a board for homelessness. And I said, what's the protocol? What do we do when we pull up to an exit and there's a person standing right. there with a sign and they right. look disheveled? And she said, the worst thing you can do is give them money and food. That's correct. It's the worst thing. It is. Try to put that person, give them uh, information for resources, anything else, because there are resources and there's great resources. I understand we have a homeless problem here in Minneapolis, but it is nowhere near what Los Angeles, New York, yeah. Austin, any of those places, we actually have, we have good resources here and just people, and the reason why people don't want to go to them is they can't have drugs. That's the number one reason why. Yeah, they true. won't go to them because then if they get off the street, they can't have their, their, their goodies. So we have to figure that out. So yes, the number one thing, Tom, you're doing the right thing. Brittany, stop having such a big heart. You're not doing any favors. I will always give them food. I'll, <laughs> give, I'll give you're them water. I, I don't care. I'm going to give them an apple. Like why, who, our water, if I have a bubble water in my car, I always give it away. Like, why? Because, like, that's a human being standing there having a long day. Like, it just is. A long day. He's not listening <laughs> Tom, to us at all, Rudy. Did you not hear Tom worked until 1030 last night? That is yeah. a long day. Yeah, you're talking. <laughs> hey, yeah, what about that? Where's my? Give me 50 cents right now. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I got an apple. Yeah, baby. I got an apple on a deal. Wait a minute. I got a... <laughs> oh, we don't have an ashtray in here. I was going to put some dirt on my face. <laughs> Look, I know some people do need the money. That's not my argument. Catherine and I give so much dough away, and I, I only know. bring that up 
because I don't want you to think that I don't care about people because we do care deeply about people. But Rudy's right and I'm right and you're way off the I don't mark. care. I'll always give somebody, if I have <laughs> it, I'll always, I'll always will. I'll always, I think it's I'm, your job to make the world worse. I'm going to give people like things I have in the car because at the end of the day, what, a 50-cent LaCroix or an Apple. Oh, I understand that part like, of it. That, mean I have to, to give that away. Like mm-hmm. if I see somebody standing there on a corner, especially, I don't know. I feel like we need to talk about something else. <laughs> yeah, we sure do. We certainly do. I just do. have a hard time with the kids and the I just people and the standing outside. Yeah. You just said that. You just said with the I have a hard time. Who was the guy you went? Were the kids and the dudes? I don't know. It Who, sounds what? like Remember something. Yeah, the kids and the dudes. And the stuff and the you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Look, if you here's what we should do. What? Maybe we should get some programs where you give them money, uh, and then they take that money and help other people instead of buying. Five million dollar houses. I was going to say we can't because anyone who runs it is going to scam the hell out of that. Exactly what I'm talking about. Zero accountability. What was it? Oh, that big charity that that just you're you're referencing. What charity was that? Feeding feeding families. It was so bad. Feeding families. This was about the same exact thing you're talking about. And look what they did with the money. I think this was on my day off. I was listening. You would mention that if one person had died from that, that person should be charged with murder. I agree. Yeah. Because they kept the money. But at least our government stepped up and said, you took $11 million, you better give back at least $2 million. Give back two at least. <laughs> like, what? How about all of it? Oh, we do have to take a break here. Look, we're not trying to be negative at the start here, but it's just a situation where we've gotten to a point where I'm driving over to Hubbard, and a guy's in the middle of the street giving me two fingers and screaming F you at me. And I thought, where, how did we get here? I hired him. There's a shock. I hired him to convey that to you. And there, it could be mental illness, I or know. it could be there's a guy, the guy's just a prick. I mean, it could be both, yeah, right? It could be a little of both. So calm down, you pain in the ass, right? Uh, yes, agreed. Okay, no, I was talking to you specifically. I know. Thank you. But I also agree. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, nice. Happy note to start the show this morning. We go from the guy giving me the finger. He was giving everybody the finger, though. Two fingers. Every car that went by, he walked up and gave him the finger and screamed F you at them. Every car. And people looked terrified. Maybe he's mad about littering. That's probably, yeah. I saw that potato chip bag. It's your fault. We do have to take a break here. So if you've been following my progress with mnfatloss.com, I've lost 27 pounds, and you can do it with mnfatloss.com. Summer special, 200 bucks off, now only through July 30th. Uh, look, I'm going, I'm right now, I've got, what, i got like four or five days left in the maintenance phase, and I'm going back on part two because I want to lose about another 25 pounds. I cannot recommend this program any higher. Of course, any fat loss program is going to take some effort, but honestly, with mnfatloss.com comes secret to fat loss. This program was way easier than I expected. And that, by the way, is true. I would not tell you that if that's not true. This is way easier than I thought it would be. The maintenance program allows me to add back in some more of the foods that I love, still maintain my weight loss. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I have done and so many other people have done. And you can save 200 bucks with their summer special, $200 off now through July 30th. If you find out, I want to find out about uh, the secret to losing maybe 20, 30 pounds somewhere there in just eight weeks, just like I did. That's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That is mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? 
A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? An old school website with outdated information? Hubbard Interactive can help. They can do it all for your business. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things all the best ways. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp. Plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. Well, look who's here. Did you miss me, Big Ticket? Like an open sore Mrs. Carmex, man. Seriously, Doug, where have you been? I'm running flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. The fireworks capital just 15 minutes east of the St. Croix? That's the place. Anyway, I've come up with some marketing slogans. You know, to put us on the map, read these and let me know what you think. Okay. <clears throat> flagship Ford. Drive a lot. Save a little. Flagship Ford. You think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. Flagship Ford, the largest Ford dealership in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Flagship Ford, where the cows are nervous. Flagship Ford, there is no ship, but we actually do literally have a flag. Awesome, huh? Read this. It's my favorite. Flagship Ford, white cars for... Oh, hell no, I'm not reading that. You've been day drinking again? Maybe. The point is, buying a car should be fun and make you giggle a little bit. This is a great store I'm really proud of. You can check us out at FlagshipFord.com or email me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com Boating season is here, and many of you will be hauling a boat to the lake this summer. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we encourage you to keep yourself and others safe by obeying the laws of the lakes. Keep in mind that children 10 and under are required to wear a life jacket at all times. It's also good to make sure everything on the boat is in working order before heading out into the water. Alcohol causes thousands of boating injuries every year. Remember that the captain is responsible for the crew and cannot be over the legal limit. And please, not only be aware of other boats in the water, but keep an eye out for water skiers, tubers, and jet skiers. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Please do your part to keep yourself and others safe on the lakes this summer. You can find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant and at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Mike Bryant, seeking justice for the injured. Working hard and going farther with Mike Bryant on your side. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. It's difficult to put in words the relationship that we have with North American Banking Company. You know, they've been there from the very beginning with our vision of providing quality dementia care for individuals, and they've been a partner all the way through. They uh, really are uh, there for us. For information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I just got a great email from one of our listeners. Oh, by the way, I met two listeners in the park, and I was telling, uh, I was telling Brittany this when I came in this morning. I pulled up, and, and uh, the guy uh, parking next to me, we walked out. He's a very, very nice guy. He's a big listener to the show. And then another guy came up in the, in the uh, vestibule and said, hey, listen to the show every day. Love the show. So I thought I'd pass it along to you guys. And uh, one of our listeners just sent, sent a text that said, why don't we do this? Why don't we make it illegal to stand on the corner again and actually help those people out instead of giving all our money uh, to, so you can make more money? 
done. That'd be a good, uh, a good solution, don't you think? That'd be Maybe great. we actually take care of people who need our help instead of lining our own pockets, like every damn politician in Washington, D.C. Why did we ever allow that to happen? I have no idea. I don't know. The whole con, even the way that we do politics, and we just have to, people have to promise they're going to do things. And then we both know what happens after right. they're not be held accountable. Is like people don't do anything if they're not held accountable. That is kind of true. But you know, as you know, I've been, uh, I grew up a Democrat because my mother was a big time. She loved John F. Kennedy. I've talked about that before because Catholic. he was Catholic. Yeah, he was a Catholic. Guy. I mean, that's why she loved him so much because she was a big time Catholic. Isn't that funny, too? Because my grandma, uh, is, yes. Grandma um, Hagen, is the same way. If, if, if she just automatically loves you if she knows you're Catholic. And she, oh, gra yeah. Gra my grandma's calmed down quite a bit. She used to be like, Brittany, did you, are you, you know, are you going to get, you know, go, go baptize? No, she never said that because this is like early on. Oh, baptism deal. Yeah, she used to ask if people are living with each other before marriage. So she's calmed down a lot now. She's 95. Really? But, um, yeah, she used to have all those funny, like, well, they're Catholic. They must be good. I'm like, I don't there know. There must be good people. <laughs> and I'm not saying they're not, but it's she should, like... She should look into the Spanish Inquisition, see how that went. <laughs> Calm down, Tom. <laughs> but in any case, <laughs> what the hell was I again? I, we were talking about something. Now I forgot what the hell it was. Just you're saying oh. how your mom automatically loved JFK because right. so he was I, Catholic. When I was a Democrat, yeah. I used to get bitched at constantly by Republicans. But like, how do you even declare like what you are? Well, I can tell by looking at you what you believe in. But like, it's okay. really easy. Okay, but like, I just think it's funny when you go, well, "What if you wanted to vote Republican on one thing and Democrat?" Which is what I do. Which I would assume most people do. Uh, I don't think so. Really, like you're just ride or die. They're locked in, baby. Because then I tried being a Republican for a while. How's that? Got, then I got bitched at by all the Democrats, and matter of fact. Uh, Democrats can get really mean, I will tell you that. Well, oh they my both God. can. Yes, absolutely. It's both. unbelievable. Anybody who's like extremely into politics, I have a hard time being around because I just go, I can't. I have nothing to talk to you about. But how is you being mean helping Republicans or Democrats? I don't get that. And how is you being mean helping with anything? Exactly. Yeah. Calm down. So now I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah. So I get some support from both sides, but I still get bitched at from both sides, too. Of course you do. It's like, leave me alone. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a different life than you. Leave me alone. I'm trying to do the best I can here. Trying to work with everybody, but you guys don't want to do that. Everyone wants you on their team. Yeah, or yeah that's true. they yeah. want to chastise you for not being fully on their team. And they come up with this bullshit, and it's like, this is a fact. It's like, that's not even close to the truth. No. I think there was a story a, a while, out a while ago, and a matter of fact, I even brought it up once, I think, on this show. I did some research. Remember they said that Fauci built a $38 million house? Yeah. Never happened. Of course it didn't. Well, that's not of course it didn't because just, he eventually will. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> but I just mean like everything. I take everything unless I see it. I, I have a trouble. I have trouble believing it. I mean, even when people tell me these statistics, yeah. you know how you can play with statistics. Oh, yeah. I've seen that happen in the radio business. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just... It, I'm trying to best I can to find a spot for me politically, but there really isn't one. Well, you got to make yours. But what, should I start a third party? The yeah. Catman Party. Oh, God. Be a Catman. Just say you're the Green Party because nobody really knows what it is. Yeah, it's true. I got trees in my yard. That's what I know. Smoke a lot of weed. I know it's not that, but like, let's just lean <laughs> into that. Do you, do you think it's just natural that people, even if they don't know it, people have something in their brains that 
that kind of pushes them to harm other people? I think there's people out there that are like that. Oh, there definitely are some people. But do you think everybody has a bit of that in them? That's why they're so hardline, either Republican or Democrat? I don't know if it's everybody. I, I think really? definitely for, for men especially, because our brains are just so scattered when we're young. Like yeah. between the ages of 14 and 27, our brains are just like, man, they're going off like friggin', you know, train bells all over the place. But I think after that, then yeah. Uh, but I think for the most part, I think we try, for the most part, I bet 97% of all people want to do good in this life. We really? all just We all just want to be safe. We all just want our families to be happy. We have different yeah. paths of getting there, but unfortunately, the only places that the light gets shown are the three percent that don't have that same. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I, look, I understand you're you're absolutely right about protecting the family and making a good living for your family, all the rest of it. But I'm just talking about from the political standpoint. Nobody wants to get along with anybody else unless you agree 100 percent with me. I don't like you. Yeah, That's but I think ridiculous. But I think Rudy's right. Like you're that the political world is not the 90 percent oh god you ever watch the news it's all politics but like i my day-to-day is not full of people good figuring out which side of the good you know politics are you or this or that like it's not and so my reality is more what rudy's saying is that like i do believe that most people want see me see me as a stranger and say I hope that person doesn't get hit by a car today and I would think in my mind the same thing back to them mm-hmm. I doubt it <laughs> yeah. and the other problem is within that 90% sometimes people have no idea what they are like I have, yeah, I, have, I, have I think s- that's true some family yeah. members and I'm not and when I say they have no idea like they sit and go I don't know who I am like they take a hard stance and one side or the that's other funny. but then totally back like for instance i have a family member i remember it vividly we're at our cabin somebody turned on cnn i'm like this is a bad idea yeah because there's <laughs> 10 of us all sitting around terrible and, idea and you want to do that and i i had a family member go you know what the problem is with this country i'm like all right here we go and he's like it's the republicans in office it's all these guys there blah blah go. blah and i mean he went on for 10 minutes <laughs> fast forward to the next story on cnn that talked about welfare and then he goes, well, you know what the biggest problem is? They got to be drug testing these people if they want to be on welfare. I'm like, I don't think you know what side of the aisle you're on, my yeah. friend. I, I think you're very confused I about who you are. Exactly my point. Yeah. I think most people are very confused about what they believe and who they are. Yeah. Also, like, I think you have to make space for the idea that you don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. Because I will, I will accept the fact and I will openly admit I don't know what the hell is going on in 99.9% of America. This world. I, this I room? This room. My computer. <laughs> Get out of my room then. I don't know what undergarments I'm wearing today. Gardments? Like, you garments? wear gardments? Gardments. God, she's guarding something. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, like, I think being smart enough to know you're an idiot is pretty powerful. That would be great. Yeah, like, I'm not. understand the, uh, their own perception yeah like i'm not oh, gonna pretend right. to know how to go well those people um living that certain way in this community here's how we solve it mm-hmm, i don't right. know what the hell their day in and outs are i right. don't know what the hell's going on and like i i think admitting that you don't and not jumping in like thinking about that family member of yours going here's the problem cracks me up because it's like oh you're so dumb you don't realize you're dumb yeah. like i'm at least smart enough that i know i'm dumb mm-hmm. 
It's like Tom. He's so hot, he doesn't know he's hot. I that's he's so hot. It's because I'm wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> that's why. That's exactly why I'm so he's damn so hot. So hot. He See this right here? This is very Martha. Ooh, Mar- I didn't even know it said Martha's Vineyard on it. Mm. That's pretty cool. I like that sweatshirt. It's a great, great spot. Um, to close out, I would, I would just say this here. The one thing I do live by, and I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat, I've been both. I don't hate Democrats, I don't hate Republicans, you guys do what you do. Here is what I live by. I love my wife and children and grandchildren. Therefore, uh, because you're the closest to me, I'll say, okay, I'm going to go after Brittany publicly (laughs) because I don't agree with what she says. Yep. Okay. The problem I have with doing that is I'm hurting your husband. I'm hurting Gogo. I'm hurting your mother. Yeah. I'm hurting so many people that are involved with you. There is just no way I can get that straight in my head that that's what I should be doing. But people do it every single day. They hurt everybody that you're connected to, but they don't care. Yeah. It, or if they're too stupid to understand they're doing that. Yeah, I think you're right with that because I think that I have a problem with vendettas. I, Ooh, my I hus- love vendettas. My husband loves a good like let's have a villain (laughs) as soon as i get to know anything about like if i was like rudy is my new like villain like i hate rudy as soon as he'd be like hey i gotta you know if i'm like secretly trying to sabotage his career and he's like oh i gotta pick up kinley she has a cold i'd be like rudy's a human with a baby and like (laughs) i am if i get to know you i've had people who i go i hate that person and as soon as i know that they have anything human and if they have uh, psoriasis, I'm like, oh, God. I it's know. Like, so well, that's I, good, though. As soon as I want to commit to ruining somebody, they show me anything, and I go, all right, well, I guess I'll be trying to be What do you mean commit friend. to? So you're planning on ruining somebody, but you're not committed yet? I'm not. See? She's planning on it, though, Rudy. I hated our last program director at, at Cumulus. I hated him. And then he got fired, and I felt so bad for him. I, I understand <laughs> I that 100%. I was I know his wife, uh, like, you know, I met her. I felt, and I was like, I had nothing to do with him being fired. I'm I'm the lowest of the low on the totem pole. But I felt terrible about ever thinking, like, wishing anything bad happened to him. You know what's great about that is, at the very end there, I couldn't stand our program director. Yeah. But the guy down the hall is an even bigger prick. Absolutely. So there you go. I was like, at least I don't have to put up with that asshole, so that's good. Yeah. You know, so that's why you got to balance it all out. It works out. Look, right now, the program director would be Amy Daniels, so I suffer every day putting up with her. I love You know what I'm saying. I love Amy Daniels. Isn't she? Daniels? Daniels. You've been drinking? No. A Bilba. I think it's because I... Just feel emotional. Hello, Daniels is a damn good last name. That's her. That's her. It's n- no Daniels. Yeah. Every time, every time she comes in with like you know a new script or you guys got to change this, I'm gonna be like, okay, Amy Daniels. Jeez, back off a little bit. I like it. I love that woman. And the next time I see her, I'm gonna do this. I'm, I can't remember what movie it was. It was some. I think it was Charles Charlton Heston. I'm gonna walk up to her about 20 feet around and go. Daniels, Daniels all the hell. <laughs> what movie was that? I, damn you, damn you I, all the wasn't hell. Wasn't it uh, Planet of the Apes? Yeah, yeah, I think oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would be pretty cool if she walked in the room and be like, Amy Daniels. Like, yeah. That's Daniels. not a bad name. She's so She's lovely. unbelievable. I love her so much. She tells me every day when she first sees me, God, you're such a pain in the ass. And then by the time we're done, she gives me a big hug and goes, okay, love you, see you later. She's sweet. <laughs> It's so funny because around my That's talk, she, she runs my talk too. We uh-huh. all want attention from mom. 
We yeah, all, yeah, we're all like, very... hey, look at this, Amy. Look <laughs> at this. All of us. We all revert to like babies around her, of like little toddlers trying to get her attention. I am not. Look, I'm I'm a partner in the show. I don't work for the Hubbards and all the rest of it. But I will tell you, you got Dan and you got Amy. And if you can do a uh, better in in that department, I don't know how they do. They both care a lot. Yeah. And that's the part that really impresses me. They care a lot what this product is all about. I know. So that's so that's cool. great, isn't it? Yeah, Dan's so cool. And he, I don't know about cool. He makes me I mean, you know. so nervous. Why? I don't know. He makes me nervous. I spit out weird things. I am. I don't know what it is. He's I better now, but I used to see him. He goes to a lot of plays and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'd always be like, there he is. Like, I don't know. I just put him on a pedestal because he's he loves, like, live theater and stuff. Right, and, like, yeah. He's just cool. So I don't know about cool. He gave me gave me some phenomenal advice yesterday. I know we got to get moving on here, but he gave me some great advice yesterday because I went over to the Hubbard Building to meet with him, and the great advice he gave me was have the grilled cheese sandwich. Ooh. Have you ever had their grilled cheese over uh, there? I've, I've eaten everything that those guys oh. fire out. Yeah, big and listeners too, by the way, mm-hmm. both of them. Oh, I love love him. Um, yeah. Although he was wearing a KS95 hat. I said, oh, you listen to the show a lot? Why are you wearing a KS95 hat? We don't have merch. (laughs) Not yet. That's right. We don't have any merch yet. I forget about it. Tom and Brian are the two guys in the commissary. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice. Really nice I love, I see Brian more. Mm -hmm. And he's, there's, but Rudy put me on to that they'll make you a sandwich too. So if you want to like, oh, I love the food there. The grilled cheese had no grease on it at all. It was not greasy at all. It's pristine. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal, man. God, we're just rambling on about our our personal lives and how much we love. We hate politics and love grilled cheese. Hey, that's what it's about. That's <laughs> what life is all about. You're absolutely right. No, it was a, it was a hell of a. I, I like I said, I met Donna Valentine for the first time face to face yesterday because I had heard over the billion years I've been in the business that Donna Valentine were, and I were going to work together. We never did. That would have been a good show. That's what I. That's what everybody tells me I, that I'd work really well with her. She is like. So she's so talented. She's very ple- pleasant. And yeah. she's got this dry wit. You would you guys would be really fun together. No, she everybody over there so far. I have not met one prick in that building yet. Mm-hmm. There got to be some. Donna is such a nice person that she was married to another broadcaster here in town and when they got divorced, they still worked together and worked together very well and had like a very good career oh, see, together. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, she was married to Tony Fly. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, yeah. News yeah. to most people. But yeah, that. no, they st- in fact, when I found out about it, I met them together. And then they, she, Tony went with his wife, and then Donna was there. And then the guy that we were with was like, did you know that Tony and Donna used to be married? <laughs> what? No, I had no idea that was true. I have a quick Donna Valentine story. I've worked with her a bunch of times, and she told okay, me Okay, let this. me do an intro. Okay. For you, sorry. Here's the intro story. On the Fly with Tony Fly. Wait, but it's about Donna Valentine. Oh, never mind that. (laughs) On the fly with Donna Valentine. With Valentine. There you go. She was telling me how she fostered this dog, right? And she uh, was saying how it was really hard and this dog got adopted. And um, so she finally found somebody. You have to do interviews when people want to adopt the dog that you're fostering. And she picked somebody and then spent two weeks driving by that house and making sure that dog was okay. And that was the most, I was like, well, I love you because like I've I've fostered and let people adopt and I want to do the same thing. And the fact that she did that, I go, first off, I'm probably telling somebody illegal that you're like stalking house. Way to go. But like, 
how lovely of a person that she was just so concerned that she kind of like drove by making sure the dog wasn't like chained up outside and. Wait, and Tony flies where over at, over at Odyssey now? He's in L.A. Oh, he's in L.A. At, who am I thinking of? He's not, it's not, maybe it's Sirius XM. He's doing a show out there. It's like a, a one-hour show, and I, I don't believe oh, it's live. I think it's recorded. So he oh, kind of okay. does, does it when he can. So he'll kind of bank a few. Like, he'll go in and do, like, a oh, six-hour yeah. day and bank, like, four shows or something like so that. So he lives in L.A., though, now. But I believe he's in L.A., yeah. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So, oh, God, we got to take a break. We got, we got... The lovely and talented, speaking of California, the lovely and talented Kristen Burt's coming yes. up in just a couple of minutes. We'll take a break. Be right back on MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over. I talked to, uh, uh, to Dawn yesterday, Dawn Curtis. Yeah, lovely. I told her to come in and do the show with us one day. That'd be awesome. She's phenomenal. I love that woman. I saw her at Mall of America. Plus, when... I would not want to fight her, though. No, but you'd whip my ass. She would definitely beat you up. I she think would. You, I think you and I could take her. Maybe, Together, maybe. If we jumped her. Maybe, yeah, if we <laughs> snuck up behind her and attacked her, exactly. Anyway, on MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98. And just $10 more for king size, MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all the MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword PASSPORT. A $300 golf value for just... 90 bucks? Now you got it. 
TomBernardShow.com. Keyword, Passport. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It's okay. okay. You can tell us what to do. Because uh, Tom's gone. So I'm really actually malleable. Kristen (laughs) Burt here on the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Hey, how's things going? Is the strike fully on now? The strike will be official as of 9 a.m. Pacific time. So no deal was reached at midnight. And I actually set my alarm at midnight to see if I was going to get an email (laughs) saying... TV contracts on strike, but it didn't happen. Um, but they they did send an email about 1.30 in the morning saying, you know what, it's going to, we'll officially vote to strike at 9 a.m. Now, the membership has already authorized it. It's just the national board that will uh, be the final detail. And we will see that happen. And we'll see people out in the picket lines as of today. That's crazy. Uh, do you just have this, like, constant need for always knowing the most up-to-date thing? Because who sets their alarm for midnight to learn something that you would have learned when you woke up? I need to know, right, like, right at the moment. It's really a weird thing. I think it comes with being an entertainment reporter. Like, you hate to be out of the know. Yeah. Um, it may, It's probably an issue with FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out. Um, but I did, and I was, like, looking, and I'm, like, you know, fumbling with, like, my phone and my glasses, and I'm, like, okay, I'm just going to go back to bed, and I will deal with it when I get up in the morning. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then I we saw that the Emmy nominations came out. Are, it's hard to get excited about it, because what are the chances this is the Emmys are actually going to be on? They're not going to happen. And I'm telling you that right now. I mean, that's not official, but let's just tell you, this is one of my KB predictions. The date is officially September 18th, but the TV Academy is already looking ahead to the postponement date. And they want to have it in November because they want to get it done before the end of 2023. Yeah. But every year it rotates networks. So, you know, one year it's on Fox, one year it's on ABC. This year it is Fox's turn to have the Emmys. And they're just saying, we have too much already on our schedule. We've got all of the, they have NFL and they've got all of their fall schedule. And they're like, we just don't have the bandwidth to do it in November. We can offer you a date in January. And what happens there is that you start to bleed into the award show season for film. So there's not a lot of dates available because you've got Critics' Choice and you have Oscars and you've got the SAG Awards. So it becomes very messy very quickly. And they're going to have to figure that out and sort of hash that all out. But the the problem is, and I think that the actor strike will be over sooner versus the writer's strike. The writer's strike, it looks like it's going to go into the fall. They will not do the Emmy Awards without the writers. 
But the other big issue is just planning. It's a huge event. Yeah. And people don't realize it unless you live in LA. The Emmys here are two weeks because the first week is all creative arts. So that's all below the line people, all of like lighting and, you know, sound and everything else. Um, That has a two night Emmy show called Creative Arts Emmys. And then the second week is the primetime Emmys week. And in between all of that is parties and events and different things like that. Financially, the city's going to take a huge hit by not hosting them then. 100%. Um, Emmys brings in a lot of money because people come in from all over the globe um, to be honored for the Emmys. It brings a lot of money to downtown. The show is at LA Live, uh, which is near our old Staples Center, now called the Crypto.com Center, which is weird. Um, <laughs> that is but a it a, I know, Crypto.com. But it, it brings in a lot of money into the city. You know, the restaurants, the supporting industries, and yeah. they are all going to be affected. L- things that you don't think about, florists. Flowers are huge during Emmy season. Oh, yeah. Season. And these are businesses that got hit really hard during the pandemic and now they're getting a second big hit with this strike there you have it all right that's enough of you sister i'll be in <laughs> nice my car to join your show <laughs> i love how both of you th- assumed i was talking to you <laughs> <laughs> we both thought we were being excused <laughs> exactly both of you went oh i'm sorry like, maybe <laughs> we should have a Kristen burt hosted our own emmy awards that'd be fun seriously so fun why don't we do that? Because there are a couple of shows that I've been watching that I would vote for heavily. You know what, what are I mean? the shows that you would vote for heavily? Because I can tell you what was nominated, and I'll tell you if it's on the list. Oh, so you know it was nominated? Yeah, they That's came out yesterday. They you came know, out you yesterday. your legs up like that, you get too close to the mic. I just oh. want to point that out. Just back up a little bit. Perfect. Look at that. That's perfect. Perfect. God, she's actually doing what I ask her to do now. Do you believe it? What the hell happened to you? It won't last long. Why are you so pleasant? I'm not. Be back at the mic. <laughs> I'm not pleasant. What are you talking about? Yeah, when people sit in their chairs, they tend to lean forward like that. So you get it? I'll yeah. Tell you, I'll tell you right now what's going to win the Emmy for best drop. You know I hate fat people. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, uh, I so. You know I hate fat people. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I don't know what was said. See, oh. I'm, all, I'm out of all these jokes. Yeah. I'm not- like... Oh, you can't hear that? She can, yeah, I unfortunately. Can't hear it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But uh, Brittany basically saying that she hates fat people. That is the yes. drop. That'll, that's going to win. That could win every year if I you wanted can't. to. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. Like, I'm going to kill Rudy. He is easily our MVP, and I'm going to kill him. So okay. In any case, so let's see. Who would I award the, like, in what category? A comedy. Okay. What? Yeah, that's too comedy because I'll, I'll, I'll tell you afterwards what the uh, comedy nominees were. It's very, very, very close, but I would go with Abbott Elementary. I think that woman does a brilliant job with that show. Okay, she, Abbott she, Elementary is on the list. Okay. As is Barry, which you are watching right Barry's now. Very, very good. I love the, the bear, which I'm trying to convince you to watch, is on there. Catherine tells me I'd hate it. <clears throat> Man. You know, I, to be honest, I've I've watched like you know probably seven episodes of the first season. I think you'd hate it. Really? Yeah. Would I like it? Yeah, I bet you would okay. for sure. Yeah, it's kind of shot. It's a little gritty. It's moves. It's got some good. Co- but I, I think it's you would so watch it. Good. It's yeah. so good. And Don't season two is me. better than season one. That's the crazy thing. Oh, you son of a. <laughs> Ugh, whatever. Okay. So the bears on that list. I'm not. I'm. I'm done with recommending shows for you because you watch five minutes and then you're like, I hated it. It was the worst show I've ever. Scene. It's like working with people. <laughs> Same thing. Five minutes. Oh, I hate that son of a bitch. Um, um, okay. So what? What's next? Here's another show we talked about a lot. I know you watched a few episodes. Jury duty. It made it into outstanding comedy series, which is 
unbelievable it made it into this mm-hmm. category. Hated it. Oh, God. I don't think it's funny in the least. Oh, I loved it. It was a, lot a very of most original people do. idea. It was an original idea, and I think that's mm-hmm. what made it stand out. Um, and I think James Marsden, who also got nominated for supporting actor, I think that was kind of a, a fun because he's playing a you know a heightened version of himself. Right. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, one of the best shows that's been on the last decade. Catherine loves that show. Yep. Only Murders in the Building. Didn't care for that Fantastic. either. And we've got see- the next season. Season three is coming out in early August, so we'll have some good, fresh content coming our way. Okay. Um, Ted Lasso, which I know you hate. I don't like comedy on TV right now other than Abbott Elementary and a couple other things. And Wednesday is the other series. I liked Wednesday. Yeah. I thought that was She's a terrific talent. Who is, what's yeah, her Jenna name? Yeah, Jenna Ortega got nominated, What's too. her name? Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega. She's really good. So good. She is a spicy little <laughs> Gen Z. I love her. The, I do. What I love about Gen Z is they just speak their mind. They don't care what anyone else thinks, and it's refreshing, at least from my perspective as an entertainment reporter, because if I interview them, I'm not going to get the canned responses I get from very seasoned actors. You know, I just learned something by listening to you guys talk here that I didn't realize. That you just named three shows uh, with the understanding that I'm married to Catherine Brandt. What do all three shows that I like have in common? The women are very strong, powerful, smart asses. Do you think that's why I like them? Because they remind me of Catherine? Yeah, well, I, maybe that's I'm all going to I'm only going to recommend to you moving forward. Like tough women who are funny. Yep, badass women. Badass women. I do. I think, see, I think, to tell you the truth, you go back throughout history, uh, you know, Joan Rivers and, I mean, all the way back, I have always loved tough female comics. I mean, you've been in a comedy business for a long time mm-hmm. yourself. Don't you agree that that very strong, funny women are really funny? You should see my collection of Xena Warrior Princess. It is un-goddamn-leavable. <laughs> well, there you go, Covers up my entire... I celebrate the entire collection. Is she clever? No, not really. I, 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 I watch it more for the fight scenes than anything. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it... it those are the although Corner Gas going all the way back that show's not even on the air anymore. I mean it's it's on streaming obviously, but mm-hmm. it was a Canadian show called Corner Gas. I thought it was brilliant because the families battled so much with each other, and that's kind of how I grew up. I, I suppose you like things that you've kind of experienced yourself. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. I mean, could be. I don't know. I I I'm. I think I'm all over the map. I, my my jam right now is docu series. I'm really into docu series because there's docu-series. so many interesting topics. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. How about if you were not to nominate a drama series, and then I'll tell you what's on the list. Drama series. Like what do we got? What do we got to choose from? I can't even think of a drama series. I don't watch a lot of dramas. I don't think. Like Succession. No, that's didn't on watch the list. It. Didn't watch it. I should watch that. Um, what else you got? See. See, look at that. We can't even come up with the names of a doc. Oh, um, uh, the one that just ended, uh, Better Call Saul. Is that drama? Or Better that Call comedy? Saul's on that list. That was a pretty yep. good show. That was yep. a good show. Uh, one of my favorites is on this list, Last and that of Us. is The White Lotus. Oh, The White Lotus. Yeah. yeah. That's on the list. Is Last of Us on there? Uh, Last of Us is, yep. Okay. I want to do a show called White Lotus, and the first episode I'm going to show people my wiener. Oh, that makes it juicier. Come on. Oh, juicier? Don't say juicier after he says wiener. Nah, <laughs> yeah, what the hell's wrong with you, Kristen? Way to go. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with Brent pointing <laughs> well, it 
<laughs> oh yeah, she I'm the right problem. There. You said she penis right and you said juicier, and I'm she the problem. Because yes, all you're thinking about is a juicy wiener. Now. Oh my oh, god, Jesus! Gonna... Hello, I gotta go. Let's Bye. get back to throwing up in bowls again, vomiting in bowls. Let's get back to that. Juicy wiener. Okay, god. so what else we got? We were just over I'm gonna end my life. Bowls. I cannot. I'm gonna unalive myself. I cannot. <laughs> Okay, I'm so dying. the dramas, what, what do we got? I can't think of a drama that I like, but okay, I must. So there have to be some. Here's the list, and you can make a decision. Okay. Andor, okay. which is Star Wars. You won't watch that. No. Uh, Better Call Saul. The Pretty Crown good. on Netflix. Didn't watch it. House of the Dragon. Never watched it. Oh, I like that. What that, is that? That's the Game of Thrones prequel. prequel. Oh, yeah, I don't like that stuff. That's on Max. Uh, the Last of Us, which you just mentioned. Succession. The White Lotus, and you've seen part of this. Yellow Jackets. I hated that. Okay. Yeah, I don't like. <laughs> the, I don't like. Apparently, things. the dramas right now, and it's not my cup of tea. I don't but know why. But you hate a lot of things on the comedy category too. <laughs> well, I think Hollywood right now is got their head up their ass. It's just they're trying way too hard. Either they're trying too hard to be funny or trying too hard to be dramatic. Calm down, right? Kristen, what would be your pick over those dramas? Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. I mean, just my, I think this is going to be Succession's year for sure. Uh -huh. That I think that's who I think will win. In my personal opinion, I just, I'm such a White Lotus fan. I love Jennifer Coolidge in the first two seasons. So it, that's just where I like gravitate toward. But I, I think it's going to be a Succession year. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I hadn't even considered this, I hadn't even thought of it. But, you know, Catherine's sick right now. So I've been watching a lot of television. Because I want to be there in case she needs me, but she's you know pretty much in bed. She got got up a little yesterday, so that was nice. But I I still am not watching a lot of television because I there's just not a lot that I care for. I just think right now Hollywood's trying way too hard to be either dramatic or funny or whatever, which makes it not very dramatic and not very funny. Well, we also don't have a lot of new content coming out right, right now. It's yeah. kind of it coming in drips and drabs. I mean, there's a new Steven Soderbergh show debuting tonight. Um, if you're a fan of his work, it's called Full Circle. It's on Max, and it's a crime drama that's kind of like all different stories of, of people within New York City kind of weaving together over this one kidnapping. I would so probably that like could that. Be, yeah, I people might like that. that. Yeah. Quarterback, I think, is, is another big uh, entry this week. Netflix, if you're into the docu-series. But we are really going to see a slowdown of the yeah, content. And yeah. the focus now, which is wild because it hasn't been the focus over the last few years, is going to be film. We've got Mission Impossible this week. Next week, we've got the Oppenheimer and Barbie movie sort of battle at the box office. And that's going to be the core focus of Hollywood because... As long as this actor and writer strike is going on, we can't produce content. Yeah, there you go. So what the, man, that's going to be a tough, do you think this is going to carry on for a bit? Yes. Oh, um, I think personally that the actor strike will be resolved much sooner than the writer's strike. They, uh, studios have already shown a willingness to come to the table for the actors, which is really makes it look like the writers are less than and without writers there is no story there are no words which doesn't make any sense but the, there's already a federal mediator that is in place trying to work out a deal between the producers and the studios as mm -hmm. with the actors but the actors have already we're going on strike um but i i'm guessing i'm gonna think like within two weeks this will probably be wrapped up because and this is just the big because on this the asterisk on the uh whole situation they want the actors to be able to promote all of the upcoming tv films come late oh, august sure. early september yeah. 
they don't want, because we're in a media blackout right now. You can't do any interviews to promote any projects. Without the actors to promote them, no one's going to watch them. So it's like this crazy cycle. I think with the writers, they're willing to burn through the content that they all have banked right now. And that's why I don't think they'll go back to the table until September or October. So what's going to come of all this? And I, I, look, you guys told me about Barry, and I really like Barry. There are a couple of other shows you told me about that I've been watching that I do like. Um, but there's not, I don't know, it seems to be a surfeit of entertainment. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and, and we're going to see it on TV. We're going to see a full fall schedule of unscripted shows. And we won't start seeing fresh content until probably mid to late January. So what would typically be a mid-season replacement show, that will be our regular shows being able to come back. Because you have to understand, even if they end the writer's strike today, we need the writers to get back to work. And it's going to take them a couple of weeks to get back and you know map out the storylines and get writing on the episodes. And then you have to bring the actors back to set and you know get the crew back to set. Because the crew, who is not on strike, they're also out of work. So yeah, yeah. It, I don't think people always understand the economic ramifications. This is a total tsunami for Los Angeles because already the restaurants have started to feel it. A lot of my uh, oh, beauty sure. team, you know, whether it's my esthetician or my hairdresser, they have already said we're seeing less and less people come in or just wait, you know, an extra few weeks to get their hair done. They feel it too. And that's the tough thing about Los Angeles. We've got two economies. We've got Hollywood and we've got tourism. Well, Brittany, what about your beauty team? You know, I gave them the week off. Um, <laughs> so uh, letting them do a long 4th of July, a very yeah. long 4th of July. But I will definitely, when I put money towards them, they got a, they got a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, it'll happen. Um, but if anyone wants more, uh, more information on kind of like why this strike is happening, The New Yorker has an amazing article. I tweeted it out on my Twitter account just about, Orange is the New Black, because that was like the very first big streaming show on Netflix that was yeah. a success. Yeah. And a lot of the cast, and you'll recognize the names and you'll recognize the characters if you watched it, were working full-time jobs while they were doing this show wow. because their salary was so low. And because it was considered new media at the time, it wasn't considered streaming. They couldn't pay their rent living in New York City. They were bartenders. They were temping at offices. And it was embarrassing to be like, you're on one of the most successful shows on TV right now. And someone comes up and they're like, aren't you on Orange is the New Black? And you're serving them a drink. Right. And there's nothing right. wrong with waiting tables. There is plenty right. of honor in that job. But it's weird to be when you're in a, a recognizable yeah. face and be serving their food at the same time. Well, when you're in a situation where your time isn't valued at all, that you have to have two jobs. That's the problem we're dealing with. Yeah, and two full-time jobs at that because, yeah. you know, living in New York is very expensive. So they were shooting in Queens uh, when they when that show ran. And they even talk, we just talk about the beauty team. That's what made me think about it. They would be going to, like, the SAG Awards, and the Netflix would give them a very small budget so that they would be paying out of pocket to get their hair and makeup done. And let me tell you, as someone who has covered all the award shows, if you don't have a budget from your media outlet or your network, it is thousands of dollars to get ready for an award show. Because you can't just like show up yeah. with like your yeah. hair flat ironed and throw on some lipstick. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app.
and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.